It will be a killer and a chiller and a thriller when I get the gorilla in Manila. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Cassius Marcellus Clay. He's young, he's handsome, they know it. I can pound the drink of water and kill a dead tree. Don't mess with Muhammad Ali. I've done something special. I've wrestled with an alligator. I toss it with a whale. Out of handcuffed lightning, throw thunder in jail. I'm as confident as I say, and I'm better than I say I am. I'm a poor, I'm a prophet, I'm the resurrector, I'm the savior of the boxing world. If it wasn't for me, the game would be dead. Who would bet on fly paddles and beating me? Who would bet on Ernie Terrell beating me? I told you I was floating like a butterfly and staying like a bee. I'm gonna float like a butterfly and stay like a bee. His hands can't hit what his eyes can't see. Last week I murdered a rock, injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean I make medicine sick. I'm young, I'm handsome, I'm fat, I'm pretty, and can't possibly be beat. I told you I'm the real champion. I told you I'm the champion of the world. Welcome to the 28th episode of the Hip Hop Rejects. I'm your boy Royalty. And yo, it's your boy Young Fly Dinneris. And together we are known as the Hip Hop Rejects. We are all hip hop podcasts. All we talk about on this podcast is things related to hip hop music, hip hop, hip hop culture. And you know, every so often we get off subject and talk about other stuff, but you know, that's how we do. So what's up, y'all? Man, chilling, chilling. Long weekend, you know. Yeah, long yeah, long weekend, short week. Longer yeah. weekend last weekend. Yeah, really. <laughs> Shoot, uh man, we've been still battling this rain. Of course, if those who are, you know, that stay abroad, you know, it's been raining like crazy in, in Texas. Can't get a break. It's flooding everywhere Miss- still. Mississippi too. Mississippi too. It's been we've been getting a lot of precipitation, you know what I'm saying? A lot of rain. Uh you know, I had to constantly call down there and check on my girl, so Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, man, it's that's shit. It's not you stay on the north side of Houston, man, it is not been letting up. And I stay on I stay sorta of, kinda north. I'm like northwest. So I ain't been catching it too bad, but I know some couple parks up the street from me. Man, it's a lake over there. So hey, you know she's staying humble, so Yep, yeah, and that's north side too. That's north east side. Yeah. So but yeah, man. But uh let's get into things like we always do, episode twenty eighth. Uh this week well this month is uh African American Music Month. So we're gonna start we're gonna do something a little bit different. I know you guys have been hearing for the past couple of weeks we've been talking about uh the indie spotlight. So uh in the middle of the show we'll be um spotlighting one of the one of one of the artists that um that sent us some content uh by the name of Gizmo and we'll be playing one of his tracks in the middle in the middle of the show. We'll get a little bit more in depth about that as we go on. But um before we get everything, before we get into topics and everything, uh, with Audible, uh, Audible is the way you guys can support the Hip Hop Rejects podcast. Um, it allows us to continue to give you guys this great show you get every single week. All you have to do is, all you have to do is go to our Audible link at audibletrial.com forward slash the Hip Hop Rejects. Click on the link. You can also find the link on our SoundCloud page to the very right. Click on that link. You can sign up and get a get yourself a free audio book courtesy of the Hip Hop Rejects and Audible kicks the Hip Hop Rejects back a little bit of something to help us out with the podcast. And on top of that, you guys get a free book. Uh, cool thing about it, uh, if you don't like the service, you can cancel at any time or you can ride out the 30-day trial and cancel then or however you choose to do it. Um, some books that's on there that I, that I definitely got to check out in the Lecrae. Uh, just dropped a book called Unashamed, and that's on Audible, and I really wanna, uh, really wanna check that out. Um, 
but yeah, they got a lot of a lot of good audiobooks on there. And the cool thing about the the book from Lecrae, uh, Unashamed, is that he's actually the narrator for the book, so you actually get to hear him read the book in his voice. So that's what's up. Um, and then another way you can also support the podcast is through our PayPal donation link. Also, can be found on our SoundCloud page. You guys can donate if you like what you hear every single week. You guys can donate to the Hip Hop Rejects through there, and you can also do, you can also help out the podcast by picking up a Hip Hop Rejects T-shirt on our Spreadshirt shop at shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash the Hip Hop Rejects, and that's Hip Hop Rejects with a Z. Um, and that's also another way you guys can support the show. Uh, so, okay, let's get into some topics, man. So we're going to kick off the show, uh, of course, over this weekend, late, what, I think it was like late Friday night, uh, lost a sports legend. Uh, I know this is a hip-hop show, but Muhammad Ali has a direct, um, as far especially with all his sayings that he had, has a direct, somewhat similar influence on hip-hop and so we felt like we had to pay homage to to Muhammad Ali. You know, I'll let you go into just go into a little bit because I know you're a big you're a big Muhammad Ali fan. So yeah, so we all know Cassius Marcellus Clay, aka Muhammad Ali, the greatest of all times. You know, Mister Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Eyes can't hit what your eyes can't see. You know, man. You know, it's it's rhymes and and quotes like that that led to hip-hop, you know, so basically, Muhammad Ali was basically the first rapper, if you want to take it like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can, man. I mean, dissing, he talked noise, he loved women, he had fancy cars. He was charismatic. Yeah, charismatic. I mean, I mean, hey, he, he, he was successful at it, but you know, man, he is my favorite athlete of all times. He gave up his his championship. I mean, his heavyweight title and everything because he didn't believe in the war in Vietnam. And you know, he he was a major advocate for civil rights. He was a major advocate for the black black people in general, all people basically in general, because he said he wasn't going to go and fight people who were being oppressed. When he had, when our people had been oppressed for over four hundred years, so you know, um, it's so much I can say, and I can take up the whole show talking about him. But I just want to have a moment of silence for him in this show, and you know, enough for all us to remember that no one did it like Ali before him, and nobody would do it like Ali after him. Yeah, man, I just want to yeah, just add into that though. Muhammad Ali, I mean, it's, I mean, Muhammad Ali, you can almost, I mean, you can basically say he's the greatest athlete of all time, um, and even surpassing Michael Jordan himself, because um, it's it's somebody that everybody knows, no matter if you was a boxing fan or not, everybody knew who Muhammad Ali was. I mean, he even, you know, he even went to the sport of wrestling once or twice, you know, at the first WrestleMania in some other things he did as well. So he transcended all across all different forms of entertainment and was entertaining people all different ways. So, so yeah, let's give Muhammad Ali a quick moment of silence. Okay. So next topic we're going to get into man for the night. We got a, Got a lot of rappers, man, being accused of rape. Uh, we got Freddie Gibbs, Ian Connor. Um, Freddie Gibbs was arrested for rape, uh, also rape charges in Austria. And Ian, uh, Ian, if I'm saying this wrong, Ian Connor uh, had three rape charge has three rape charges pending. And it's like, man, it's like coming out the coming out the woodwork. And, he, and on top of that, I mean. I've heard of Freddie Gibbs, but Ian Carter, I've never heard of this guy before. I'm like, man, is it really, is it, is it that hard to, to, to get something in the, in the music industry these days? Those cats that ain't got no real money. <laughs> man, something. Money but, make a whole lot of difference when females 
groupies. I'm put it this way: when groupies give up the draws because they think they gonna get some. I don't know, man. Like, or uh, maybe they. Well, I can't say they ugly because you got folks like Rick Ross and. No, yeah, money make a whole lot of things look a whole lot different for a lot of people. So they can be ugly all they want. I mean, come on, man. Look at, I mean, look at Biggie, great rapper, but that dude, he knew he was ugly. He used to say it out in his, he used to say it in raps that he knew he was ugly. Yeah. So I mean, that ain't that ain't really got too much to do with it, man. You see, lots and lots of different guys around here, and you ask yourself, it's like, man, how did he get her, or you know, stuff like that. So. So, a lot of times it's confidence, and some other times it's money. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah, and, and but just with the whole, like, with the whole rep, it's like, man, is it really, like, you know, there's always people when you're in the industry, no matter if you are on the rise or if you are, you know, mainstream or whatever, or just all over the place, for example, like a Drake or something like that, um... With that, it's just, you know, you would think, I mean, you would think they'd be throwing themselves at you anyway because they, you know, if you, especially when you're up and coming, it's like, oh, let me, you know, you got some people state of mind, let me get on this, let me get on this hype train before he blow up. Because if I right, can. Right, right. Because if I can, you know, get amazed by this dude and he blows up, then I'm, that's my ticket. So, you know. Yeah, I missed that. Well, damn, I'm going to put it like this, man. If you're an overcoming rapper, you better be abstinent <laughs> or get married once. I got that right. Or stick with the one that you've been with and don't be, you know, don't hit a lot of these moves. Like a lot of these other rappers, they, you know, they had a chick that was down with them from day one before they, you know, before they got on and then, you know, Drop they end up dropping them and then they get in a whole nother awkward situation. Yeah, man. But you know, like, I mean, that whole situation to bring up rape charges and, and, and rappers, like, with Pop. To this day, I really don't feel like Pop worked that girl. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah, he did have a rape <laughs> charge against him. He was, I mean, you got a cat like, and you got a cat like Tupac that through his music and poetry, which some people could say is just a facade, but held women to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. Y'all can say whatever y'all want to say about, you know, females in the videos and stuff like that. Um, he only he only called a female out her name is when, you know, he was trying to portray an image of what this female was doing. Right. But you got songs like Keep Your Head Up, Dear Mama, you know, all these other type of songs that put females on a higher pedestal. And I just don't see this man doing it. And a lot of times, you know, some females, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying some because you got those out there who see an opportunity and they'll take it. Even if they don't go their way, they can have sex thinking they're going to get money. Mm-hmm. And if they don't get money or get what they want out of the situation, they'll call rape knowing that it's easy to call rape on a man, especially a man that had, like Tupac, that the whole justice system was against anyway. Right. So, you know... I, I'm saying that it can go both ways. Not saying that they that those guys aren't guilty, but you know I would have to see more information because of the past transgressions of other women who have falsely accused people of rape, and those who probably have falsely accused people of rape and gotten away with it. Right, right. Uh, a lot of you know, like I said. And- it goes, it, this goes in the same realm of any form of entertainment where you like, you know, if you're the star football player, basketball player coming up in college, there's been tons of situation with football players, um, and colleges and stuff like that, you know, Jameis uh, Winston. Yeah. And I'm coming up and then they get accused of rape Cause they feel like, okay, it's, you know, this dude is, you know, 
his name is all over the place. He's good, you know, if I, you know, you get it in with him or whatever, you know, you feel like you can, and then if it, like, and like you said, young, know, if it don't go your way, then you just, you pull that card. So, right, right. Because it's not right. I mean, no, no, we're not condoning, you know, you know, we're not condoning rape, but you know, you got those, you got those shady people out there that are not, that are not honest and, you know, genuine. So, because like real talk, how many, and, and they out there, it's some female stars and athletes out there that smashing dudes like randoms, but how many dudes you know that's going to be out there going crying rape? We ain't going out there a female because of her money. We, I mean, some of us, are, a lot of us aren't. I mean, just knowing in the, in your mind that, yo, I smash such and such. Like, if oh random, like, if I was to smash somebody like Trina Eve or somebody like that, you think I'm a go call rape just because I ain't get no money from them? Yeah, for us, it's bragging rights. <laughs> I mean, to be honest. Like, before we go somewhere, I'm going to make sure a whole lot of folks, a whole lot of my homeboys or someone will see me get in the car with her. <laughs> exactly. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah, man, you know, sad situation, you know, those guys going through that. Hopefully, you know, hopefully that's not the case, you know. And it's also sad at the same fact that, you know, somebody will go that far to, you know, in a sense, in to say, you know, put somebody's name in the mud like that. Because that's basically, yeah. what, that's basically what they're doing. But I, um, so we had, uh, Snoop announces the title of a new upcoming album. He announces on Jimmy Kimmel last week. Uh, new upcoming album is titled Kool-Aid. Um, now, reason why we brought this up, I mean, you know, Snoop, Snoop is a legend. You know, his past couple, you know, Music ventures have been questionable, um, but this one in particular, the artwork on this one is, um, it looks very, it looks just like the Doggy Style album or his first couple albums where it had that that cartoon art style on the album, which when I saw that makes me excited because I hope before you know Stoops getting old you know, and I I want to see with that with seeing that type of art style on that particular album cover i'm hoping that we get another like snoop album like old snoop not roster snoop not the the cousin twice removed marley snoop not snoop lion but snoop dog righteous so that seeing that seeing that form of artwork on jimmy kimmel made me made me really excited so i'm kind of hope i can't wait to see her um, I think there's a single off of it off of the album already just dropped. I gotta go check it out to see what the what the feel is gonna be. Hopefully it'll be hopefully it'll be in that same realm of, you know, the original Snoop that we know and we get like another you know, like another West Coast Snoop album. Right, go ahead and get the dog pound back up in there. Yeah, man, you know. D P G, you know. Uh but yeah, and, was, and then on top of that uh, album, he did also mention that the album will be dropping July 1st, so that's, shoot, that's like a month from now, a couple weeks from now, so mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be getting um, a preview of that and we'll check it out and maybe we'll review it on the show. See? Right, right. Alright, man. So, uh, next subject. Next, uh, next subject. Uh, we got Nick Cannon wants to battle Eminem for $100,000. Now, when you first read this, everybody will probably be like, probably rolling laughing because we all know Nick Cannon versus Eminem, that battle is a lopsided match already just by hearing the battle. Because we already know Eminem would, you know, disembowel him, eat him alive, and then disembowel him again, and, and so on and so forth. So. You know, that would be, that's an automatic, you know, win for Eminem, him going against Nick Cannon. But there's a more positive side to what uh, Nick Cannon is trying to do in this particular situation. Nick Cannon is basically, he was basically, you know, challenging any rapper. Um, and basically, he puts up 100000 and then whoever he battles puts up 100000 And basically, to just go to, it's going to be going to charity. So, 
like I said, I know Nick Cannon ain't ain't hurting for no type of money because he he's he set himself up real well, man. You can say what you want to say about his rap skills, but this dude is a, is an executive at Nickelodeon, and shoot, he's all over. Uh, in what what what's the network? He's all over like NBC shows and stuff like that, hosting shows and all of this, and on top of that, got a record label and. Shoot, who knows what other ventures he got his hands in? Wild and out, yeah, wild, you know, yeah, wild, yeah, wild and out. So his incredible headphones, his whole incredible line. Yep, he got stake in um, real husbands of Hollywood. Um, dude, like everywhere, like real talk. Yeah, he don't. Um, he definitely don't need. He ain't in the need for a hundred thousand at all. He got a he got a hundred thousand a couple times over. Man, he got that hundred thousand a hundred times old. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing about it, man, it's cool. It's crazy that the guy that used to be on Nickelodeon with the name Nick is an is a top executive at the network. That's just like he was. He's probably the most successful person that turned his. You know, he turned his um, his opportunity that he got to be on Nickelodeon. You know all that and all and all of that to be, to be to be to really mean something because there's not a lot of people that come out of, you know, Nickelodeon. And we all everybody always already knows the, the stigma that you know Disney. You know, as far as Disney Disney actors have, they always end up you know going to drugs or getting strung out on drugs. So yeah. So Nick been bad, like coming out that Nickelodeon or Disney, you know, because they two separate companies. That 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 coming out from being a kid actor, um, he's batting a thousand. He's doing a lot better than a lot of actors that started off as kids because he's in that same group with like Amanda Bynes. Uh, who was going um, through a situation where she didn't, you know, he was even, he even actually reached out and tried to help her with her situation she was going through. Yeah. She was having, she was having like a nervous breakdown. I'm not even sure, you know, what's her, what's her current situation right now? Lindsay Lohan, all those type people. So, you know, Macaulay Culkins and those type people, you know, they, they're nowhere, they, the only time you hear about them pretty much now is something negative. So, I mean, for him to shake back, and even though we disregard her nowadays, even Raven is doing good to being a child actor, you know. Yeah, she so, just keep her mouth closed, but that's the yeah. point. So, you know, um, he's one of the lucky few that's turned his opportunities into a blessing. Yeah, very, very, very true. But you know, speaking of Raven Simone, you know, you know what I think about Young when I when I when I think about Raven Simone, you know, I, I think about Dave Chappelle, racial draft. <laughs> think about just trading Raven Raven Simone in for like somebody else. We, the black delegation, willing to trade Raven Simone for Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, man, we'll take the. Uh, I almost think we'll take Justin Bieber over her at this point. Um, Yo, why is he walking around looking like Eminem? What do you mean? Yo, I see. Last him time I saw him, he was trying to have dreads, and then what he he didn't buzz cut. He's buzz cut, bleached his hair blonde. I seen him on a picture with Jamie Foxx's daughter on Twitter, and uh, not Twitter on Instagram, and he had a hoodie on, bleached, buzz cut. Hair, looking like Eminem's little brother from Stan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. He's going through. He's going through something. I don't know. I guess he, you know, he's. I mean, what what's Bieber's age right about now? I think he's what uh, about twenty two, twenty three, something like that. Yeah, so he's trying to. He's trying to find. He's he's at the point in his life. He's trying to find himself. You know. You know, we all went through that trying to define. Trying to understand and find who we are, so that's I mean that's kind of like what he's going through right now. Mm, yeah, in a real in a sense, and on top of that, he's been in the spotlight for so long, and so yeah, it's just he's you know he's going through that phase. 
So he's probably going to go through a ton of different looks before he actually, you know, really finds who he really is and understands. Because, you know, he went from, you know, had the episodes like, what, I think it was almost like a year and a half, a year and a half ago, almost two years ago. He was hanging with a little twist uh, from Cash Money, um, smoking weed. He was always getting caught up with him and, you know, all this type of stuff. And then now he went from there to, he's just going through a whole lot of different phases. So, yeah, I think he, well, I think he, I think he eventually bounced back. Like he was making a, a turn for the best um, on his debut, his last album he had. But you know, maybe just be going through, maybe just be going through a hair phase. Come on, Chris Brown does that crap all the time. Yeah, I don't know what he got on his head. <laughs> he went from he went from he was blonde, he was. He got black hair with a with a fade, and now he's got twists in his head. It's like, I don't know. He went back and got that old genuine wine, dude. Oh yeah, not yeah. He got the S curl. Yeah, <laughs> soul glow. <laughs> you know, genuine used to have twists in his hair too. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. the twist that look like braids of the taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of genuine, genuine was here last night in H Town doing a show. Yeah, I know. I seen pictures from it. Um, my girl went to the show. I was like, it's nice to see my boy still holding it down for us. Light skin, good hair dudes. You know what I'm saying? Man, he one of those dudes, man. He one of those dudes in that group of, of like artists, man, or that pool that they don't age, man. And like his daughters are like all like growing up in their, in their 20s. And it's like this dude still looks like he did in like in 1996. Hey, like him, him and like whatever, whatever genuine and Belle Bib DeVoe are drinking and eating. I want some. Man, whatever that died, Smokey Robinson got. That's what I want. <laughs> Man, I'm like these boys don't shoot. Man, you got a bunch of more that's in that same realm. Uh, Angela Bassett, you got shoot, who else? Um. Neil Long is like, man, whatever they whatever they doing to keep themselves, you know. Janet Jackson, 60, dog. So. Yeah. And then she's, um, I think we mentioned that on the podcast ago. She was, um, she's expecting her first, well, quote, unquote, first child. Because we still, we all still believe that, you know, that she did have a child out there by uh, one of the Bosch brothers. But. You know, she yeah. they, they continue to deny, and that was one of those probably one of them secrets that Joseph Jackson was hiding. But yeah, the miss the the hidden the hidden Jackson. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so we got uh so um, hot new hip hop uh, came out with an article. Uh, basically, they were talking about some of Jay's Jay Z's ten best guest verses. Um, with this. We're going to do a rundown on these. Some of these I agree with. Some of these I've never heard of. And I will chime in and do some of our um, own, um, as far as our own picks, what we think of some of his best verses. So we got, uh, first off, we got Kanye West with the Diamonds, featuring Jay-Z, the Diamonds remix. Uh, that one I agree with. Um, Dre, uh, Jay Electronica. Shiny Suit Theory featuring the Jay-Z and the Dream. Dead Prez with Hell Yeah. Um, Remix featuring Jay-Z. We got Big L with The Graveyard. Young Jeezy Go Crazy. Remix. I agree with that one too. Uh, Outcast Flip Flop Rock featuring Killer Mike and Jay-Z. That one, I can't remember that. I don't remember how that song. I think I probably remember when I hear it. It's off the... um, the love below and um it's off of the what you call the, the him and the, the the love low and what's the name of the other half I'm, I'm, speaker box speaker box yes i'm like man i'm a bad outcast fan right now um then you got kanye west uh never let you down featuring jay envy and jay-z i i can get i can agree with that one yeah um you got um rick ross the devil is a lie i remember that one you got Lupe Fiasco with Pressure featuring Jay-Z. And then you got DMX Blackout featuring Jay-Z and the Locks. And that's all for Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. 
Yeah. I, it's a couple of verses on there that should have been on there, in my opinion. Yeah, they, um, had, yeah, they had some honorable mentions that were on there, but I know I didn't. I didn't want to mention. Like, I would have made the list like entirely too long. But some of those honorable mentions, I agree with more than the ones I feel are the top ten. Yeah, like I, I feel like the verse from this for real song "Front" should have been on there. His verse from um, "Ha" with Juvenile should have been on there. Uh, what else? Uh, shoot. Let's see what else I got. Uh, shoot, I feel like the what's the record with that DJ Khaled did? Uh, um, it's off the last album that he had, and Jay Z did the video for it. I can't even think of the name of it, but. I feel like that should have been on there for one of his best verses. Because Jay-Z don't do a lot of DJ Khaled albums, so it's kind of easy to figure out what song that is that Jay-Z was on. Um, let's see, I got a... Uh, bless you, man. Um, let's see what else. Appreciate it. Uh, another Jay-Z record that I'm thinking of right now that had him feature on. Oh, I like Nice Watch, J. Cole. Um... Uh. A suit and tie with uh, Justin Timberlake. Yep, 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 yep. That's definitely one right there. Um, shoot, man, I think that's. I mean, Jay got a lot of them out there, though. Yeah, he, yeah, you know, he got, a, he got, a, yeah, he got a lot of them, man. Um, and we always say, like most, a lot of artists, you know, they albums. Like sometimes some artists' albums are very lackluster versus what the verses that they put out on the on features it's like man you can just make like an album full of they verses from features man they have like a outstanding album drake, i mean drake was, drake was there for a while yeah um like if you get Andre 3000 to feature on the song i mean he basically takes the song away from you yep <laughs> like you you be sitting up there like damn why did i ask him to be on this goddamn song <laughs> Outside of me, I mean, because like from that period of time, like when you had the walk it out and all of that, like you heard the remix on the radio. Yeah, when you heard the the real song come on, you're like, damn, I ain't want to hear this. I want to hear the one with three stacks on. (laughs) I was the same. Every time I would hear walk it out, I was like, man, I just want to hear the remix. I don't care nothing about the regular song. Right. So, but yeah, man. Um. Jersey has a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of classic verses. Um, um, that verse he got with the uh, all the way up with Fat Joe is pretty tight. That song, the, the new song he got with uh, Fat Joe is pretty tight. It's called All the Way Up. Is that so. a, is that a French Montana song, or is it, or is it French Montana on the record? I think I don't know. I think the remix got French on it. The the, the, the original version is Fat Joe and Jay Z, if I'm not mistaken. It is okay. Yeah, and then Jay Z has another feature that I know I have been. They've been, you know, there's been articles about like how this song came up. It's a song with him and Pusha T that just that just dropped like earlier this week. Um, can't think of the name of it right now. But, yeah, um, basically, the whole Watch the Throne album was Kanye featuring Jay Z. So you can pretty much say it reverse on Watch the Throne. <laughs> <laughs> It's like man, it's like, and yeah, I can't wait till I can't wait till they come out with a, a, a two Watch the Throne two. It was a couple of verses. I mean, um, and then the Best of Both Worlds CD with him and R. Kelly. He got a lot of tight verses on that too. Oh yeah, he had a lot of good verses on Best of Both Worlds. But you know, Fiesta, his verse on Fiesta remix. Yeah, Fiestas. Yeah, yep. Pretty much any verse he did with Beyonce on it. Any verse he did with any feature he did with Foxy Brown. Yeah. Shoot. So it's um, um but it was off the um video for it, man. Uh shoot, it's off of, it's off it's off a movie soundtrack that the record was off of that Foxy Brown did too, but he was on the on the record. And I think Yeah, was, I know what you're talking about. I think um, it's I'll be good or something. It go it's something, the hook is something something like it says something like that, so yeah, I think it was Foxy Brown, Jay Z, and Ja Rule, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. No, no, uh, no. That's on Rush Hour. I know you're talking about. Can I get a what? 
Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, kind of guy. But she, you know, yeah, but he did. He's did. He's did multiple. He was, you know, back in the nineties, man. You was always seeing Jay and Foxy on songs together. They were like they were like a tandem when it came to a lot of records. Jay Z would always always be featured on a lot of her stuff and vice versa. Yeah, name of the song is called "I'll Be." No, I'll be okay. So I had it. I had. It. I was close. I was close. All right, so um, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, uh, we are going to be doing uh, Indie Spotlight. Um, we're going to go to a very short break, but we have um, artists that we picked out. As one of the artists that were sent out to is named Gizmo. He is part of Delinquent Underground. You can find uh, Delinquent, Delinquent Underground on SoundCloud. You can also find Gizmo on there. Uh, it's a record called Exhibit G. So you guys check it out and we will be right back. Uh, it's the one and only Gizmo. Yes, sir. Uh, I can't really put a name on this one. So I'm gonna just call it Exhibit G. But uh, fuck it, man. I'm ready to drop these bars on y'all. Check me out. Uh. I'm Bishop, cook a dish up, get my dick sucked. You niggas are faking them big butts in the porn scene where the chick suck to the dick nut. Here I am, back on that bullshit again, making that shit you can feel again. Y'all niggas lost a Gilligan. Don't you dare come to my island. Water too deep, no getting in. Syllable sinister, slicking and slipping up, slipping and making a kid again. Corinne Finnegan, you throw what I pick up for six and win. No respect for these females and these females like I'm in them. Check the synonym, my flow a little like cinnamon. Spicy and sweet, but I keep it discreet and I keep it street like Timberlands. My boots are laced up, you looking for action, I'm acting. I want a solo, Bush of the Nono, looking for drama, what's cracking? I'm what happens when you mix acid with Viking and strike of a fighter, striking a light of the light, the sky up. Stop recycling bars, you're unoriginal. The council's here, bringing the flavor, who gonna deny us? Not none of you jokers are ass pokers, grass tokers coming straight from a place where the blast opens. And I was hoping you wouldn't take this so personal, but fuck it. I don't give a fuck about hurting you. In the first verse, this is spiritual wisdom. Taco truck, tickets, clock, bitches, fuck anything. And I do mean anything. Uh, giving them hell because I'm living it. I'm realizing the power I have over you is limitless. Don't need a pill to show me that, cause they owe me that, just throw me that. I'm older, Beckham with their hands and I'm grabbing their hands to pull her back. This is cynicism, wait. I don't know what that means, but by any means I decipher the meaning. Is it a sin to go up in them? If she willing, should I pump the Punani to a rhythm? Yes, young grasshopper, I'm Big Papa. Do the pooper shoot if the kudu to ferret like Chewbacca. Make a hula hoop on your dick and give you happy ending. Shoot your troops in the cooch and now she got deposit pending. Don't you give her a penny till she take you to Mari. You were not the father, now she's saying she's sorry. For what, bitch? You were dime without a dime a diamond. Who could have had a better life if they found the kid was mine? I bet that's funny unless you had that ordeal. Uma Thurman got an award for killing Bill. And that got nothing to do with what I'm saying. But I'm out for blood, so you better start praying. Misery loves company, so come have fun with me. That's funny, see, I've been miserable so long, it's funny. All jokes aside, y'all better choke that pride or I'ma choke slam you. Send niggas on their last ride. back from the break um again that was gizmo with exhibit g part of the link was underground you can find him on soundcloud uh they also have you can go to um delinquentacts.com uh you can check out some more of their acts um on their website and we'll be doing more of this uh being that it's you know african-american music month we'll be highlighting and spotlighting a lot of indie artists so guys make sure uh you guys send all of your um, send all your music and content to the hip hop rejects at gmail.com. Uh, in the subject line, make sure you title it Indie Spotlight. That way, we will make sure we pay attention and check it out and listen to it. All right, so, um, as you guys probably already know, and those who've been listening to us since day one, uh, which was July of last year, um, we're getting ready to get hit our one-year mark i know we kind of took a break um during the holiday season during the thanksgiving christmas season 
uh, just trying to re revamp and reorganize the show a lot better. But we've been doing this for going on a year now, and we're getting ready to amp up and you know get some things together for our anniversary show. Uh, so mark this on your calendars, people, July twenty second, two thousand sixteen, which will be episode thirty five. Uh, make sure you guys. Get ready to tune in for that episode. We'll have some special guests on the show. We're going to be doing some special things on that particular episode of the Hip Hop Rejects. Plan on having a packed show for you guys. Um, so make sure you guys... And we'll also... This probably more than likely will be a live show. Um, me and Young are going to talk about that. See how we can you know, make that work with... Because I know... I know I'm thinking about at least... One one guess for sure, but it might be a second, you know. So we'll see how how it works out with you know scheduling and other people working and working with their schedule and all of that. So, but uh, but yeah, July twenty second will be the Hip Hop Rejects anniversary show. So make sure you guys um free yourself up on that night and prepare to listen to us. So righteous, righteous. Right, it's gonna man. be a big show, y'all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been racking my brain trying to make sure this show is going to be hot, hot for you guys and, you know, keep it entertaining. You know, we me like too, to me we, too. Yeah, we like to we like to make sure we like to keep try to keep you guys entertained in any way possible. If you guys have any like recommendation, we're free and open to any type of suggestions. We're not uh, the type of people that are, you know, very closed minded to, you know, it's only what we want to do and that's it. We'll try to make anything. If we got the resources and things like that to make it happen, believe me, we'll we'll try our best to do so. So, all right. So we get into the main topic this week. We got uh, so on episode. This is episode uh, episode twenty. We mentioned the whole NWA got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and so we were talking about like, man, there should be a Hip Hop Hall of Fame. So there actually is a. Hip Hop Hall of Fame in the works, and it is going to be in Manhattan, New York, which is really, which is actually going to be a really, really cool thing. Um, so right now, I know they are any of the any expiring or not really expiring, but anybody that listens to the Hip Hop Rejects, if you're like an architect, designer, uh, in contracting or anything like that, and you stay in the New York area, um, you guys can send your proposals over to. Hip Hop HOF, which is Hall of Fame staff at gmail.com. They're taking submissions um, until July 29th, 2016. If you guys have any, you know, have anything that you guys want to come up with, you have, you know, proposals you guys want to submit to that to that group, that committee that's putting this together, um, they will definitely be looking, you know, definitely be accepting those. So, uh, but also on top of that, though, with the Hip Hop Hall of Fame, they're expecting like 400,000 people are expected to visit this to visit this site, visit this site in the future. Uh, it'll be opening up on next year. So, um, being that they are still looking for proposals, man, they're gonna be really working working hard to get this to get this Hall of Fame museum up and running. So, uh, but some other things about the Hip Hop Hall of Fame that we that we found out was that. Um, it'll also be used to empower the youth through education, mentoring, job training. Uh, they plan on expanding it to like artists, executives, source providers, and just allow to help businesses grow in the area. So that's really so that's a really cool thing to see um, with the hip hop hall of fame. I really hope to see, you know, in the very near future, once they get the museum up and running, that they'll start doing like a, you know, like a hall of fame show or or. On a Hall of Fame ceremony, like they do the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah, yeah, where they can start honoring uh, different hip hop artists and things of that nature. They actually there could actually be a, like an actual sh- a televised show for for the hip hop because uh, I know they have hip hop because VH1 does hip hop honors, of course, and that's actually getting ready to come up real soon. But the Hip Hop Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame is something different, and it's it's like we said on episode twenty. Uh, hip hop hall of fame is just another accolade to strive for in this, in the, in the music industry, along with, you know, locking down a Grammy, but also maybe that'll allow some of these young artists that are coming out, allow them to step their game up knowing that there is a hall of fame 
available to strive for and want to be in. Because that's just like in any other sport or any other form of entertainment or anything that you're in. If there's just like, you know, football, shoot, baseball Hall of Fame is probably the most most famous of them all. You know, all baseball players strive to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. So um, the other question I want to bring bring up about this whole about the about the hip hop all the fame is that I'm glad that it is in New York, which is where hip hop originated. We actually said that on, on the, on episode 20, that it needs to origin. It needs to be where hip hop originated, which is in New York. But with so many hip hop artists and so many artists that has, that has impacted the game over shoot, man, what I mean, hip hop has been, you say hip hop is what almost forty. Yeah, I would say about thirty. But I would say about in, in the, you know thirty, forty some years of his infancy. You know, in in the mainstream, you know, there's so many artists that have influenced and that are that are Hall of Fame worthy. Is is the New York? I mean, what you would call it is the New York branch of the Hip Hop Hall of Fame is going. Is that going to be big enough? To withstand, to withstand all of the artists that are could potentially down the road be Hall of Fame worthy. I, you know, I think like with the Hip Hop Hall of Fame, I think that there should be different branches of the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. There should be one for the South, which I think should be in Houston, not Atlanta, because music because uh, Houston is more synonymous with is more of a music city. Um, and then, of course, the West Coast it'll be it would be California, of course. Um, and shoot, even one in the Midwest, man. You know, shoot. I don't, I, don't, I think they all need to be together. It depends. Now, it also depends on how it depends on how big that how big the, the museum is going to be. Now, if it's a pretty good sized museum, then yeah. But part of me feels like I know you know with construction of things, you know they can build the most biggest thing in the world within a short amount of time. But I just kind of feel something part of me feels part of me feels that it's not going to be that large of a museum, but I could be wrong. With it, with, with it being open, supposed to be opening next year. I don't expect much, but they can always go up with it. You may can't go from left to right with it, but you can always go up. Yeah, yeah, and that 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 would probably be that that would have to be it because I mean I don't have a problem with it being only New York. Uh, it's just it's just to be another tourist spot. I definitely would like you know shoot. I would love for us to go to whenever whenever the opening date is. I would love for us to like take a trip down there, and that could be you know we could shoot an episode in in New York or something like that, and you know be part of the grand opening of the of the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. So that's a that's that would be a dream of mine if we could you know if we could do that and the listen the listeners can make that happen for us uh, to do that it'd be cool to be very cool to do that. Last time I was in New York, I was on my way to Germany. That was back in the eighties, <laughs> <laughs> flying out of LaGuardia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Other things about the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. What are some things you'd like to see in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame that stick out to you? Not just, I mean, of course, we can go on and on about artists that deserve to be in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame, but as far as, like, you know, certain things that happen in hip hop that you would like to see. Just show the the influence we had on fashion, sports, uh, the community, um, the influence that we had in um, language culture period you know hip-hop is show show hip-hop from around the world you know just don't focus directly on the on the united states uh focus on hip-hop around the world yeah that's a that's a, that's a good one there um yeah i would like to see like just certain things with you know um things as far as in hip-hop like with people understanding something as simple as something as simple as you know like beef between rappers and the freestyle and um 
just things like that, just going over different. Because I, you know, I think to myself when I think of the hip hop museum, I think of them playing like the like, you know, like the Nas versus Jay Z Ether and going over the different the two the two major tracks that that made that beef what it was and like I imagine I imagine it imagine hip hop Hall of Fame being something like that and having something like you know something like that in there. It might have a beef section. Yeah, yeah. And of course they could like break it down like you said, you know, if they couldn't build outward with the museum, they can always build upward. And you know, yeah, just break it down into you can break it down the sections into different, you know, like I said, into different regions of of the United States that hip hop came from. Like you got southern hip hop, west coast hip hop, east coast, west coast, midwest, you know, stuff like that. Yep. So that would be so that would be very cool. To, that would be very cool to see see and do so. All right, but as we get into we'll get into one more topic. This is this is just one. Like I said, we do randomness. We don't always talk about hip hop. We talk about you know hot topics and stuff that's going on in just the world itself. So man, we're gonna talk about this gorilla shooting. So there's a lot of people that were trying to give their opinions, people on social media giving their opinions, people that don't even have kids, people that have kids, people that feel like the gorilla shouldn't shouldn't have been shot. You know, is again, it's always going back to we got this PC world that we live in. And I wonder, and I, you know, I, I always think when I hear this type of stuff, I was like, man, where did these people come from? These people were not, well, these people were not around when, you know, I was growing up. And it's like, it's like, dude, it's like, okay, do you want the child to die or do you want to protect a gorilla? I know they're both, in a sense, lives and one is an endangered species, but, um, yeah, it's still a, a baby and it's a life. But then on top, um, but then on top of you that, really, huh? you really want to know the truth. That, that, that little black boy is an endangered species, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can go that route, but I mean, but at the end of the day, it's still, it's a baby, it's a kid, you know, you're going to protect the human life over an animal trying to do bodily harm. And then, you know, of course the kids were, um, not the kids, but the parents were being, you know, no miss. I mean, let's see. What's what's the word I want to use? And they was dragging the parent through the mud. Yeah, over the situation. You know, anybody that knows that has a toddler, you know, toddlers when they get into their mode, man, when they're just, you know, they just they're hyped up. They can get out from under you. You can turn your head for a split second, and they can be gone, or just just take off running in general. My my two year old does that all the time. Cause they'll give you because they, they all what they always do they give you the look like I'm slowly walking and then they just bolt so that I mean that's just a toddler um with the whole shoot even with the whole zoo thing man it's like okay why wasn't this um why wasn't this zoo why wasn't there you know more protection for to keep the the you know the people that come to the zoo to see, you know, the gorillas or see the animals. Why was that? Why was it that easy for that kid to get into that enclosure where the, where the gorillas were? Well, I I mean, I'm looking at it right this. Uh, when you when you building something like a zoo, you're not thinking because the protection that they figured that they made was putting it high up. You know, nobody's going to try to climb down into that. You know, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, they put it in the pit. Now, what you put gates and stuff around, it's like birds and, you know, lions and, you know, the stuff that you really don't want to see. You know, and they put lions and stuff in pits, too. But, you know, like, I I mean, my issue with it is... Everybody getting mad because this gorilla was killed. But nobody was out there trying to sign a petition to get that dentist put in jail that went and killed that lion. 
Oh no, they was trying to hang. They shoot. They was. Oh no, they were. They were going. They were going it over that guy's well. Shoot. Probably not I, as. Probably not as hard. But no, not as hard. But Dame tried to put his his wife's jail record. Oh yeah, that was like, oh that was so irrelevant to the whole to the whole yeah. situation. That was like like really that's that's all you could come up with that the, you know that the father had a had a criminal past. Like what does that have to do? And what he's is, been an upstanding citizen. He hasn't been a criminal in years. He was young and made some mistakes. Oh well, we all been young and made mistakes. Exactly. It was like that. Yeah, absolutely. That, that when I read that, that man, that's just like I'm like okay, really, what does this really even have to do do with with this, with the situation itself, I mean, yes, it's bad parenting to to have allowed your child to. I mean, when you have five kids, and who knows how close in age they are, or what the age range was with the kids, or whatever, and don't let it be where they like one or two years apart. Man, you just got like a bunch of, you know, just. You know, a bunch of you got like a bunch of toddlers running around, man. That's a lot. To, shoot, that's a lot to handle with being just two parents, and you got to deal with and you got to deal with five of them. Yes, of course. Yes, that's what you you know you signed up for, and you you know you could have prevented that. Yes, of course. Yes, that's true. But at the same time, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you're gonna be. I mean, toddler kids are gonna be a kid. I mean, yes, unfortunately, it could have been. It could have been something, a different situation. Kid could have ran into incoming traffic or anything like that. It could have been anything, man. So I mean, yes, it's bad because they because they shot the gorilla with it, but they made the right. But the, the zoo made the right decision because again, trinking trying to tranquilize an animal that big, and we've all seen in the past on. On a lot of these, you know, caught on camera videos when they trank these animals, they fight for a long time before they even go down. They get violent when you when you trank them. So you actually think? I mean, he freaking drug the kid through the water even beforehand when he was, you know, showing signs that he was trying to protect him. So what you think he would have did? And they would have tranked him. It would have just made him angry. And the, right. kid, and the kid probably would have got freaking body slammed. Right. So nah, they made they made the right decision, man. It's like, man, people get off your get off your get off your animal get off your animal high horse, man. Like just like it's a it's a human life. As much as as much as you guys get people get up in arms about a gorilla, but we got America is the number one country in the world with, you know, aborting you know, aborting pregnancies and stuff like that. And that's human life being killed every single day. But we up in arms about an animal. Don't get me wrong. Love animals. Animals are cool. But at the end of the day, it's a human life. It's just it's that's just how it is, man. It's like, and yeah, it's just stupid, stupid, stupid. Mm. But yeah, man, what's up, y'all? Nah, uh, I was just gonna say. Well, you know, that's the world we live in today. But you know, so, I know we got to call it a night, so you know, yeah. no no sense in beating this dead horse any longer. Yeah, but the good thing about the situation, though, uh, the family will not be charged with any with any charges, which is which was the was the, which was the correct call to make. So that's the good part of this of this whole situation. So, like I said, really, it is partially their fault, but at the same time, you know, dealing with five kids, you go deal with five five kids of a small age and then see how, how well you pan out should I have a problem with one so but anyway all right get ready to shut get ready to shut it down um again you guys can always listen to the hip-hop rejects watching catching new episodes every single monday you guys can catch us on soundcloud itunes sprinkle radio tune in radio we're on google play music now for all the android people uh, you can also download Podcast Addict off the Google Play Store. You can get us on there. Just search the Hip Hop Rejects. Pulls us right up. Um, then also, you guys can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And again, all the independent artists out there that want to get heard and want to be on the Hip Hop Rejects, make sure you guys send all your demos, all your all your music to the Hip Hop Rejects at gmail.com. That's the Hip Hop Rejects. That's no. No space, no hyphen, just hip hop rejects with the Z at gmail.com. Uh, guys, also make sure 
If you guys like what you guys are listening to on a weekly basis, please make sure you guys support the podcast by going to our PayPal, using our PayPal link on our SoundCloud on our SoundCloud page and donating to the podcast. Or you guys can also support the show by picking up a t-shirt off our Spreadshirt store at shop.spreadshirt forward slash hip hop rejects. Or you can guys can also uh, help us out by by using Audible, using our link, audibletrial.com forward slash the hip hop rejects, and getting yourself a free audiobook for using the trial for 30 days. If you don't like it, change your mind about it. You guys can always cancel the trial and no money, no, no, no money taken out of your pocket from that. But you did, but on top of that, you got a free book and you also helped out the podcast. So I think that's a wrap, young. Yeah, man. Y'all be blessed out there, man. We'll see y'all next week. Yep. See you guys for episode 29 of Hip Hop Rejects, and we are out. One.